what's wrong with my ass? Mm. <laughs> Do you, I always wonder, is Roxy peering out the blinds <laughs> through the... <laughs> In our 16 years of friendship, I've been desperate to see you fully naked. Have you? No. no. Welcome to On The Turn Podcast. I'm Dale Franzman. And I'm Roxy Hotton. We've been friends for 16 years. And yet we've got not a single thing in common. Each episode, one of us will challenge the other to try something new, something the other may not like. And at the end, we will ask, are you on the turn? Last episode, Dale got to challenge me and this week it's revenge. <laughs> no, no, I'm only joking. I promised you that I would not put you through hell and I won't put you through hell but I am excited that it's my go. What are we doing? Alright. Um, so what we're going to do Dale is we are going <laughs> <laughs> I am going to get you to do something that you don't like doing that in fact you get your partner to do for you. I, okay yeah. I am going to get you to do some cooking. Okay. Can we just clarify? I don't get Rob to do the cooking. Mm -hmm. It is, we strike a balance between the chores that need to be done and cooking falls into his camp. Okay. And the cleaning and... No, we share a lot of the cleaning. Can I just turn to our beautiful producer, Rob, who also happens to be Dale's partner. Is this correct, Rob? I do the washing up. I do every day. <laughs> just I, we live in a camper van most of the time, and I do all the washing up. Okay. Anyway, except on my birthday. So I, have you? And today. <laughs> right, I can see domestic happening here. So moving swiftly on, have you actually ever cooked anything, Dale? Yes. What have you cooked? I have cooked spaghetti bolognese out of a jar. Yes. Mm-hmm. But. That's how we do it in our house. In the van. In the van. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti bolognese, chili con carne, or carne, chili con carne, also out of uh, a jar. Mm-hmm. Stir fry, mm-hmm. where the packets are all <laughs> pre-chopped and you just open and pour in and stir yeah, fry. Yeah. Um, I've cooked cheese on toast. Um, both sort of cook the toast first and then make the sandwich as well as assemble the sandwich and then like fry it either side uh see now that's good because what i do with my cheese on toast mm. is i cook my toast mm. then i put the cheese on it and then chuck it in the microwave oh interesting mm-hmm. yeah well in the van we don't have a microwave so okay yeah so i had to improvise there mm, um I've, uh, that cob loaf as well <laughs> so uh last week or, or the week before we had a potluck party at my house and there was about Probably about 14 people and so <laughs> Dale made cob loaf which if you if you don't know what cob loaf is google it and um he don't got, don't belittle I'm not belittling it recipe. darling I've never made cob loaf so uh but it was like Dale had made some kind of gourmet delicately designed um wedding cake <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but it did, it did go down a treat. However, my husband, who also can't cook, or might cook, made cheese and pineapple hedgehogs. A 1970s extravaganza delicacy. delicacy and no one ate any of it he was devastated <laughs> that's that's him throwing his cooking i mean when there's cob loaf next to it like mm. what are you gonna choose yeah i have tried your risotto once remember yep. i got the recipe of you at yep. once um but yeah, it was probably before even rob's time so that's going back a good okay. seven years okay well what would you say is your favourite food, favourite cuisine in the world. Mm, interesting. Well, you know I'm not a foodie. No, you're not a foodie, because we actually did a quiz. We did a BuzzFeed quiz about are you a foodie, because there was a heated debate. I'm not a foodie, which my interpretation is I don't care what I eat. Yeah. It's just, it's a it's fuel for that part of the day, and I only try to eat when I'm hungry rather than it being conditioned to breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And when Dale eats, you actually... I have never seen him eat. So what happens is you um, provide him with the food and then it's gone. And that in-between bit, that eating bit... You don't see it. It doesn't... You yeah, know, it no one's ever seen it. And I don't... don't you know, know how it works. I was but. thinking about this the other day. I don't know where it comes from because I don't feel like my childhood was full of, like, hunter and gathering, scavenging in the caves, <laughs> that sort of thing. Like, you only lived in Clermont, no, wasn't it? Yeah. But, like, it wasn't like, you know... There's five of you, but we've only got four meals. Oh, yeah. You know, fight for... Survival of yeah, the fittest, yeah. yeah. It wasn't yeah. none of that. But, yeah, I do eat rather quickly. Maybe there's something in my mind that if I eat quickly, then it gets through me quickly, so I don't get fat. Okay. Maybe that's it. That's probably a whole another level of fucked upness yeah. that we <laughs> probably won't touch on any further today. Uh, so, back to your favourite cuisine. So, I really like uh, Japanese. Mm-hmm. Not fast making sushi. If that's where you're going. So yeah. just, yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> just with the Japanese. So when we went to Japan two years ago and yeah. had that awesome um, experience where yeah. we nearly died hiking, yeah. hiking in the middle of nowhere yeah. um, with rain pissing down and many many mountains to climb. And I sprained my ankle. And we saw a snake. Yeah. And in fact, we've got a little video of that moment, which we might post yeah. onto our Facebook page yeah. would be good if, if anyone is interested. <laughs> but when we were in Japan that time and we ended up in, uh, was it Kyoto we went to? or uh, no, Nagoya. No, uh, Nagoya. Um, there was a particular dish that you were after. Mm. What was that? That was um, Japanese curry. Mm-hmm. Um, and what... It, do you what? notice I almost tried to say that in Japanese? But, uh, Japanese oh, curry. <laughs> what, sorry, what was the question? What, what is it about that that... Oh, so it's like, um, it's, you know, like Japanese katsu curry that mm-hmm. you get at a Japanese restaurant. It's like that curry sauce, but it's got carrot and potato and meat in it. And then you add, you have the rice with it. So it's kind of like the, without the crumb chicken, the chicken and everything is inside the curry itself rather than just being a sauce. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I love about it is the taste, the simplicity, like the meal is there ready to go. I don't have to construct it. Mm-hmm that makes sense and would you say that the reason why you don't cook as much as i do for example is because you just don't enjoy it or rob's so much better at it than you are or do you you know what the reason is well okay so i i find i really struggle with the disproportionate effort it takes to make a meal Mm -hmm. versus how long it takes me to eat it Mm -hmm. so which is two seconds seconds. so 
if it takes an hour to prepare and make and cook a meal, and then it takes, being realistic, five to ten minutes to eat it, mm-hmm. for me that it's an hour of my life I can't get back for what ended up being worth five to ten minutes of actual eating. Mm-hmm. That's that's an issue for me. Yep. Um, I don't like getting my hands dirty. Yes, there is that. Yeah. Um, even though I'm right, usually right next to a sink, so I do when I do participate in food assembly. Um, I say food assembly because it's usually a sandwich that I'm making or cereal. I will wash my hands if I get anything on my hands. Is it because for me, one of the reasons why I do like cooking mm-hmm. and I only like cooking when I'm in the right frame of mind to cook. So I don't like doing it as a chore mm-hmm. um, necessarily. So you, some, would you say you love cooking or like cooking? I would say I love cooking sometimes. Okay. So yeah, if I've got the right headspace. Mm. Um, but one of the things I really love about it is if we've got people around for dinner and I have spent time preparing something mm. and then they eat it and they're full of compliments and it makes me feel really good that I've nourished my friends or family mm-hmm. in a way that they've really enjoyed, especially if it's something that's not that common. Yeah. If it's something a little bit out there. So I do make sushi. Yeah. And sushi is one of those things that it's actually not that hard, mm. but it is very, very fiddly and it's very time consuming. It takes probably, it takes me probably a good hour and a half to make mm, half yeah. a dozen sushi rolls. Um, but people are always super impressed by it because it's not the kind of thing that people make very often. Yeah. But that's not what we're going to be making. Oh. You'll be pleased to hear. We are going to be making and, and what we're going to do is we're actually going to look at the recipe together. Oh. We're going to go to the supermarket and buy the ingredients together. <laughs> Uh, I have been to a supermarket before. <laughs> um, you get to sit in the trolley in the front. <laughs> if you're really good, I'll buy you a little golden book afterwards. And do you get that? No. Oh, so there used to be an advert that was instead of buying your children lollies or something at the mm. supermarket, buy them a little golden book if they've been really good. Who the fuck wants a book when you go to the supermarket? You go, that's why you go to the bookstore. Yeah, no, but they, little golden books are great. Well, like know? golden, um, like a illustrated yeah. Storybook. Yeah, the, the little ones. The, with the like the funny border. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. And I can't remember how the song used to go in the advert, but anyway. Um, yeah, so we're going to go to the supermarket and we're going to buy the ingredients mm. for chicken katsu curry. Oh! Hey! Yeah. Is, is, have you made this before? No. Oh. It's a new experience for both well, of us. Well, don't fuck it up. <laughs> so we'll um, toodle off now yeah. and we will report back. We might even do a little bit of recording during, if you're up for that. Have you got your Woolies card? I do. Are we going to Aldi? <laughs> no, we'll go to Woolies. Okay. Okay, so uh, we've decided that rather than going to a more commercial, standard Australian supermarket, we have come to Sunlit. Yes, that is what it's called, an Asian supermarket, which we're excited. And in the car on the way here, we've decided we're also going to do gyoza, oh. but we're going to buy frozen gyoza. Oh, right. Yeah, so don't worry, you don't have to cook that out. So you excited about going into the yeah, Asian oh supermarket? Oh my God, I can't wait. That's the shopping list. <laughs> okay, let's go shopping. Oh, I love seaweed. Oh, furikake, furikake. <laughs> Oh, what's furikake? Furikake. What do you do with that? You put it on your rice. Oh, I'm getting you can some food. Fur- oh. oh, which one? Maybe <laughs> fumi furikake. Wasabi furikake, fumi furikake. Katsu, fumi furikake. Nice. Karushiomu ga 
tonight. But as a as a twist of fate, my home economics teacher is now my sister's mother-in-law. Oh. And my favourite teacher ever. You're shaking. <laughs> I just not very uh, confident. Um, stable. What I'm doing here is I've just put two lumps of white paste mm -hmm. into a fry pan. Garlic and ginger. Garlic and ginger. And now I'm watching them bubble. <laughs> yes. Um, don't put the paper too near the gas burner. Yeah. Am I putting all of these in? Yeah. Hear that sizzle. You're cooking, Dale. Get wash your hands. So, just come back from Dale's cooking experience. And I want to say something before I ask you any questions, okay. Dale. Which is that um, it was incredibly delicious, but also I feel like my son has become a man. Oh. I really do. It's. I'm so proud of you. I am so so proud of you, because that was not an easy dish. That wasn't a straight. Mm. That wasn't doing a stir fry or a spag bowl or mm. anything like that. It was a proper. You you cooked real proper. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So how was it for you, darling? Hmm. I enjoyed shopping. Mm hmm. I enjoyed because getting back to the Japanese. Because so, I, I realised actually when I said I like Japanese and mm -hmm. when I got into the Asian store, I was like, actually, I do love Japanese food. When I found that rice yeah. stuff. What's that it called? Furikake. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which is like a basic, basically a rice seasoning. Yeah, like um, it would be, you would have it in, like it would, when you were finished eating your meal and you still had a little bit of rice left, you would sprinkle this furikake on and it would just like, <laughs> Flavour your rice um, so that you could eat the rest of it as a meal. Mm -hmm. um, but I missed it. I missed it a lot. But yeah, so enjoyed the shopping. Yeah. Um, found gyoza as mm -hmm. well, although we got the Korean stuff, which was called gyoza. It, and it's not the same. Oh, right. You didn't like it? It's not as good as the Japanese. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When we got into the cooking, I think I, start, I said to you at the time, I, f I often do this where I get have a lot of enthusiasm at the beginning of things, but then when I get into it, I get bored if I can't, if my enthusiasm can't be maintained. And I, there are a few things that I think that are personality, maybe flaws of mine, which don't tr attract me to cooking. Mm -hmm. One being, if I don't know what I'm doing, I like to do it on my own because I feel like I can make a mistake mm -hmm. and I won't be... And you were feeding, there was four of us for dinner, so... Yeah, yeah. But it was the, you know, even little things like, you know, I've cooked spaghetti bolognese before uh, when Rob wasn't there and he would have, he'd probably flip out if he realised I was touching certain raw meat areas with certain other things, but he didn't die, right? <laughs> Whereas I, was, I thought my kitchen safety was probably a little bit, um, or kitchen hygiene was maybe a little bit lacking and so I was very like, I don't know what I'm doing, um, could I put that there, could I put that there? You know, I, d I felt a little bit uninformed, uneducated about what to do in the kitchen. What, today? Today, yeah. Today, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Whereas if it was just me, no one else was watching. The, when we did start, and the first job you had was um, cutting up some onions, and I said to you, are you okay with that, darling? You went, yes, I know how to cut onions. Yeah, I know how to cut onions. <laughs> it's the meat stuff that... Mm. Yeah. Anyway, but like cutting up, cutting up stuff is what I've done loads of. Mm. Um, I just don't have to do anything with it once it's cut. 
So there was a little bit of, I didn't, I like to be in control and I didn't feel in control. And if I'm honest, you probably did 60% of the cooking. No, I didn't. That's absolute bollocks, darling. I did not. I just gave you a little bit of motherly guidance along the way. Just made sure that, you know, like I wasn't a home ec teacher where I was telling you everything that had to be done next. You were looking at the recipe, you were scrolling up and down on the screen. You didn't, the majority of the stirring, I mean, it was, it's very hot. We're at, we are in Brisbane and it's a hot day. It's very hot. And although my house is reasonably cool, when you're standing by the cooker, stirring constantly over a gas stove top for, there was 20 minutes of constant stirring, mm. wasn't there? You're going to get hot, darling. You need yeah. a bit of help. It's nothing wrong with that. Don't you Don't you do yourself a discredit? I'm talking more like you made the... I don't even know what you made. It was a flour and something. The roux. The roux. And I don't even... You know, like, a lot of it didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. The, the recipe just didn't. Mm-hmm. If, it, if I'd made it without your help, I would have cracked it open that spice thing, chucked mm-hmm. it in some water, thrown the meat in, mm. made sure the meat was all cooked, and then served it up. Okay. But... I feel like, as you said at the beginning, I feel like I made something real. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it was, it was a little bit complex for maybe what I'm used to, definitely what I'm used to. So the recipe that we got for the chicken curry was mm. off the internet and it was written by a Japanese man. Oh. And there were some recipes that I found for, for chicken curry, Japanese mm-hmm. chicken curry, that were much more complex mm. than the one I got. But actually, even the one that I did suggest that you make... It had, oh, maybe like 12 ingredients in it, mm. which for me, that's actually a recipe that has quite a lot of mm. ingredients. So it wa- it wasn't a straightforward, easy peasy mm. kind of recipe yeah. at all. And it took, the recipe said it took an hour and 40 minutes to oh, okay. make. So and I think you were probably yeah, pretty probably much on time. On yeah. yeah. I also just don't, don't like not knowing what's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what... Well, you know. don't know whether we're all going to get poisoned. Is that no, what no, I mean? no, 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 no. I don't care about that. Um, it was the... <laughs> the What was going to happen to the onions as we were stirring them for half Caramelizing an hour. Yeah. them, yeah. Um, like, I didn't know... I saw the picture in the recipe. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like it was going anywhere in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't have the... Like, you kept pouring water in because you knew things were drying burning up. It, burning, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Whereas I would have probably let it crumble into dust yeah. if left alone so and it's like even with your risotto recipe that I feel like I'm adding to, I feel like I'm going to drown the food mm-hmm. you know what I mean anyway that's just my uh, you know sense of not knowing what I'm doing <laughs> so I guess the thing that I want to note though is did you feel like for the amount of effort you put into that recipe that the result was worth it no I don't I don't feel it was worth an hour and 40 minutes See, I think it was because that was um, a particularly delicious meal. Mm -hmm. It's not the kind of thing that I would normally make and and it felt really different. Like it's not the kind of thing that you can go to the takeaway shop and Mm. buy or... And yeah, that was a lot of work. But when you do it next time, (laughs) it will be so much easier because you know what to expect and... Yeah. Yeah. I, so when, what really, so I, I don't want to preempt the, uh, on the tenometer, mm-hmm. um, but what, what really cemented it for me was when we were sitting down to eat, watching RuPaul's Drag Race and everyone was going, oh, this is delicious. This is amazing. Oh, oh. And I was just sitting there going, <laughs> like, 
I don't know what you guys are banging on about. Like, it was delicious, but in my head, yeah. I was just... Oh, thank God that was over. Thank God it's over. It was yeah. relief. Okay. Relief, almost disappointment. Okay. I was just not pleased. So I think there is something, and I don't know if there's been any scientific studies mm. around this. There probably is. I mean, some someone's probably written a thesis about it. Yeah. There's always a dissertation about bloody everything, isn't there? Yeah. Um, that when you actually cook a meal, it never tastes as good for the person who's cooked it as it does for the other people eating it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, you're, you're, and I didn't want to tell you that beforehand because okay. then I knew you being maybe sometimes slightly more on the selfish side than <laughs> giving side, that you'd be just like, no, fuck it, I'm not going to do it then. But the thing is, like you say selfish, but what, what it actually is for me is I don't want you spending an hour and 40 minutes mm-hmm. cooking me any food. I'd rather spend five minutes poking a fork mm-hmm. into the plastic... <laughs> thing mm-hmm. and putting it in the microwave and pressing go and getting a, getting out a meal yeah. and have an hour and 35 minutes with Dude. you watching RuPaul's Drag Race Okay. then ste- standing around a steaming oven stirring onions and well, was there nothing though that made you feel like it was a bonding experience you know like because well you know that I'm part Jewish yes I do and it's something I've only recently found out through DNA testing and I've fully embraced my whole Jewishness and I think that this is the kind of thing that Jewish mothers do now um, I know that you're a boy and not a girl but you've got girlish qualities and so you know mother passing on her cooking traditional Jewish traditional Japanese Jew- curry <laughs> traditional Japanese curry to her son stroke daughter son it's, you know, that was a beautiful, bonding, gorgeous experience. It takes me back to the days when you used to breastfeed from my bosom. <laughs> when you were 12. <laughs> we studied young in Tasmania. Um, if you were cooking and mm-hmm. I was helping mm-hmm. and I felt that that was the dynamic, mm-hmm. then I'd probably feel better about it because, probably because if it tasted shit, it's still on you. <laughs> but it wouldn't taste shit, mm. right? So, but I felt this, a little bit of pressure that, I'm cooking this, mm. and and I really I hate having to rely on people where I don't know what I'm doing. Do you think there's also something that uh, around the element that you do like to be very good at things that you do, mm. like you do like to be the best. You don't you you are a little bit competitive, and it's a. I don't necessarily need to be the best. I just don't want to be the worst. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm closer to being the worst cook right. in the world than I am to be the best. Well, I think you, from tonight's experience, you do not need to worry about that. You can live off that for quite a long period of time. I reckon you can get at least seven years out of that dish. Not every night. No, I mean <laughs> just dining off the fact that you are not the worst cook in the world uh, right. because you made that particular dish. I because I'm not stirring onions every <laughs> night for 40 minutes. So, if you could give us a measurement on the on the turnometer, one being you are not turned on at all, and ten being you're so on the turn that you're turned on to the moon and back, mm-hmm. where are you on the on the turnometer? I would say I am probably at a five. Oh, I'm happy with a five. Would you like to hear why? No. Oh. No, go on. Um, because... I, you said something very wise to me at the beginning of that uh, experience. You said, 
what I generally, when I, I as in you, mm-hmm. what I generally do is I look at a recipe and I make sure it matches to my skills and my ingredients and what I'm willing to put into it. And I just think perhaps that that recipe is something I'm just not prepared to spend that much time on. Mm-hmm. But if I could find a recipe that matches my the, the longevity of my enthusiasm, i.e. a good 20 to 30 minutes mm-hmm. with maybe five t- ingredients yep. and a very simple assembly, yep. um, then I would be more willing to have a couple of recipes, go buy the food and prepare it, knowing that actually I've put in a little bit of effort. Um, it's not taking me long to eat, but actually I feel there's a there's balance in the world. So the all hope is not lost. All hope is not lost. Okay. Um, and I do have some cookbooks in my cupboard that I bought specifically for Daddy Brown to try and get him mm-hmm, to cook. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Yeah. I don't think they've even been opened, so <laughs> I can re-gift them to you. You can have a look at them and see if there's anything that tickles your fancy in there. We can yeah. have another guy. Yeah. Cooking in Mother's Jewish Kitchen. Yes. <laughs> it's not kosher. No. No. Well, I'm very pleased with, with a five. I will continue trying to work on you to turn you on even further. Thank you. Um, and before we go, would you like to talk a little bit about our Facebook page? Yes, that we've got? Uh, we have the fa- we have the Facebook. We have the Facebook at On the Turn or search for On the Turn podcast. Well, and also we've got um, we've got the video of Japan. Uh, of Japan when Dale and myself and our producer Rob went to Japan for nearly two weeks and spent yes. some time in Tokyo and then travelled to where was it? Wakayama. 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 I had no idea where I was. I just know I went on a train. You planned it. I know. (laughs) Went on a train for a few hours and then ended up hiking for four days. Three three days. Two for you. Yeah, anyway, that's another story. Um, So, yes, please do come and visit us. Please feel free to give some feedback. Or recipe suggestions. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. Well... If you know of a recipe that takes 25 to 30 minutes... Don't it's like fun. a million. Everyone I know, but a recipe I think, I think you can probably gauge my interest level in this. I would like to... I'm more interested in being able to say I cooked something okay. than I am in actually the expertise required to cook it. Okay. Anyway, I suggest you don't send your recipe... <laughs> <laughs> recipes to our Facebook page. More interesting stuff would be good. But yes, until the next episode, we would like to say thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Gosh, I'm so happy with five. Oh, really happy. I thought that when you were stirring, it was going to be... You have had the look of fear on your face for the last... Yeah. Well, I was was trying not to fuss around you too much as well in a motherly kind of way, just making you... Enjoy the moment, you know. Um, and you know, I was cleaning up our. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate so, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I thought like you wouldn't that. like it if it's too messy. And I noticed you were washing your hands a lot because of your obsession. But yeah. good boy, is he a good boy? Now I'm gonna have a shower. Okay, yes. <laughs>